It is Monday, May 24th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. A bunch of the National Series were in action this weekend, and we'll get you updated on what went down. Plus, I have some thoughts on Sheldon Hoddenshield. Let's jump in. It was a wild World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series weekend, and if you haven't watched the features, definitely go back and check them out. As good as he was, we probably should have seen a complete sweep for Sheldon Hoddenshield, but on both Friday and Saturday night, he had issues late in the going, which led to others getting the wins. On Friday night at Attica, coming to two to go, Sheldon had a big lead, but tangled with the lap car of DJ Foos, who had a left rear wheel come off. Both drivers were unable to finish the race, and the issues for Hoddenshield handed the lead to David Gravel, who held off Donnie Schatz on a green-white checkered finish to get his fourth win of 2021. Brent Marks went fourth to the win in the B-Main and drove up from 19th to finish third in the feature. Carson Macedo and Brad Sweet rounded out the top five. And Saturday night at Sharon Speedway, Sheldon had another massive lead, leading into the top, uh, excuse me, lapping into the top 10. But a late caution for a flat for Aaron Reitzel re-racked the field. On the restart, the veteran Dave Blaney was on Sheldon's tail tank, and on the white flag lap, Sheldon made a mistake on the top, which allowed Blaney to sneak by on the bottom and grab the win. It was Blaney's first outlaw win since Southern New Mexico Speedway on October 21st, 1997. It was a span of nearly 20 24 years in between outlaw wins for Blaney. Sheldon finished second, Carson Macedo third, David Gravel fourth, and Brad Sweet was fifth. We've seen things like this happen to Sheldon so many times in the past that it feels like we almost expect it now. If Sheldon is leading late, the chances that he wins seem almost even with the chances that something crazy happens and he doesn't win. The Friday night deal with Foos was just complete bad luck. The wheel came off Foos' car right in front of Sheldon and he had nowhere to go to avoid the spinning number 16. Saturday at Sheldon or at Sharon, Sheldon was playing with fire the entire race. The cushion was basically the outside wall, and a bunch of times through the 35-lap main event, Sheldon made contact with it, sometimes harder than others. The only time it really bit him, though, was on the white flag lap. He hit it hard enough to kill his momentum, and that was all Blaney needed. The aggressive nature of his driving style and the ferocity with which he attacks the racetrack is why he's so fun to watch, but it's also his downfall in many situations. Sometimes he's going to win spectacularly like he did at Peevely in 2019 where he lapped up to 5th place and beat Donnie by more than 10 seconds, and other times he's going to hit the wall late and get passed by Dave Blaney. The question is, does Sheldon learn how to tame the beast as he gets older and find a way to win a championship, or does he continue to drive like he does now, winning and losing spectacularly? spectacularly along the way and maybe never winning a title. This question is why we watched dirt racing in the first place, and this is why we watched Sheldon Hunchild. Now leaving the Ohio weekend, Sweet's point lead, uh, points lead has eroded just a little bit more. The Big Cat picked up two fifth-place runs, but he was topped both nights by his nearest rivals in Gravel and Macedo. Gravel got that win Friday and was fourth Saturday, and Macedo was fourth Friday and third Saturday. So heading to Terre Haute, Sweet leads Gravel by 56 points and Macedo by 86, with Donnie Schatz now up to fourth and Sheldon still fifth. Two finishes outside the top 15 have seen Aaron Reitzel tumble from fourth down to sixth. The Outlaws are back in action on Friday night. We'll have more on that later in the week. This kind of week of Terre Haute is uh, pretty solid. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that as we go on here. I said back on Friday that if Chris Madden was going to keep pace with the Rocket team and Brandon Shepard for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series Championship, he'd have to find a way to run well over the weekend at Port Royal, and he did that and more. 
Friday night was a complete sweep of the night for Smokey and his 44 team. They were fast time in qualifying, won their heat, sat on the pole, and led all 40 laps en route to the win. Brandon Overton was second, Bishop third, Rick Eckert fourth, and Tyler Bruning was strong again, finishing in fifth. Kyle Strickler was 21st in his first outing in a Bloomquist race car. Things for Madden went well again on Saturday night with him again going quick time and grabbing the heat race win. The only difference was the redraw. Madden started second next to Brandon Overton and Overton used the pole to seize the early lead. Later, past halfway, Overton got held up in lap traffic and Madden capitalized on the opportunity, sliding by Overton to take the lead in turns one and two. Overton tried to fight the 44 but ended up half spun in turn three, causing a caution. From that point, Madden was able to drive away to the weekend sweep, leading the final 22 laps. Rick Ecker, Dan Stone, Overton, and Ryan Gustin completed the top five. A 14th place finish for Shepard on Saturday night allowed Madden to close even more, and the gap between the top two is now 26 points with 19 races complete. Those two have separated themselves from the rest of the field, and the championship battle we were hoping for is materializing. Madden's three-race win streak is the longest such streak we've seen with the Outlaws since Bishop won four in a row in July of 2020. The fight continues June 4th and 5th when the Outlaws head to Circle City and Plymouth. Because of weather, we didn't get both Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series shows in this weekend, but we did get to see them Friday night at 300 Raceway. Kyle Bronson dominated the feature, leading 47 laps, but under a late caution, he suffered a flat tire and was forced to fix it. That handed the lead to Mike Marler, who drove away over the final three laps to grab his first win of the year. Tyler Erb, Bronson, Tim McCready, and Ricky Thornton Jr. were the rest of the top five. It was a wild race that had a ton of cautions and only seven cars were running at the end of the feature because of rough track conditions. Also, Chad Simpson and Bobby Pierce were penalized post-race for not meeting weight requirements. They crossed the line third and fourth, but were ended, uh, ended up scored 22nd and 23rd for the rules infraction. There was no change among the top three in the standings, but McCready did grow his lead a little bit over O'Neill to now 65 points. Davenport is 165 points back after he dropped out early and finished 11th. Saturday's show at 34 Raceway was lost to rain, but the event will be made up on July 15th. A big week is on tap for Lucas now with the 29th annual Show Me 100 coming up on Saturday night. Thursday and Friday at Lucas Oil Speedway pay $6,000 to win each, while Saturday's main event is thirty dollars to win. With the Outlaws off, we should have a very stout field of drivers. We'll have more on that later in the week. Over to the All-Star Circuit of Champions, we've seen a shakeup at the top of their point standings following four races in Indiana. Ian Madsen had gone eight straight races, finishing in the top 10, and that carried him to the top of the point chase with the recent issues for Justin Peck. But after the four Indiana Knights, Tyler Courtney has jumped to the lead with Peck second and Madsen back to third. After dominating Thursday night at Circle City in the track's debut, Courtney came back on Friday night and won again, battling Rico Abreu near the midpoint of the feature, but eventually leading the final 16 laps en route to the $10,000 win. Abreu was second, Hunter Schoenberg was third, Scotty Thiel fourth, and Zeb Wise finished fifth. Saturday night at Gas City turned into a fun battle between Cap Henry and Rico Abreu, with Henry eventually coming out on top to grab his first All-Star win of 2021. Abreu ended up second, Bill Baylog third, Kerry Madsen fourth, and Justin Peck was fifth. Courtney was the night's hard charger driving up from 17th to finish eighth. On Sunday night for the weekend finale at Kokomo Speedway, $26,000 was on the line for the winner as part of the Race Rudine Foundation race. 
saw a wild 40 lap race that included multiple cautions, an open red for fence repair, and no less than seven official lead changes between Tyler Courtney, Brady Bacon, Kerry Madsen, and Zeb Wise. Just before halfway, Bacon was actually leading under caution, but throttle linkage issues caused him to spin during the yellow, just something you don't normally see. He was forced to the work area and later finished 16th. That handed the lead to Kerry Madsen, who was then challenged by 7th starting Zeb Wise. Those two battled back and forth hard for the next 15 laps, but things went sideways for Madsen on lap 35. The lap car of Cap Henry had issues into turn one, and leader Madsen was collected. The 14 ended up turned over and out of the race. It was heartbreak for Madsen, who looked to be in control, driving that Tony Stewart Racing 14. Over the final six laps, Zeb Wise drove away from the field to collect the $26,000 and his first ever All-Star win. Courtney was second, Abreu third, Cole Macedo went 22nd to fourth, and Scotty Thiel was fifth. Weekend finishes of 10th, 16th, 17th, and 24th are why Ian Madsen has dropped down the order. On the other side, it looks like we've seen the switch flip for two drivers. Since finishing 14th at Sharon, Tyler Courtney has finishes of 2nd, 1st, 2nd, 1st, 1st, 8th, and 2nd. He now leads Justin Peck by 44 points with Pennsylvania coming up this weekend. The other driver that's come alive recently is Hunter Schoenberg. He's finished 8th or better in 7 of his last 8 starts, and he trails only Courtney in recent average finish. Williams Grove and Port Royal are next on the docket for the All-Stars. Other weekend open wheel winners include Lance DeWeese getting career win 100 at Williams Grove on Friday night. That's a pretty great accomplishment. Buddy Kofoid was a Power Eye Midget winner at Charleston. Justin Sanders stayed winning in California with a 360 victory at Ocean on Friday and the King of the West win on Saturday at Petaluma. Brian Brown won a pair of Knoxville features on Saturday night and set a new 410 track record. Logan Seavey was a non-wing winner at Lincoln Park and Kokomo. Chase Dietz won at Lincoln, Mike Wagner at Port Royal, and Justin Henderson won the Sunday show at Hussets. For more, visit tjslideways.com. Another weekend late model uh, action, Brian Shirley swept the Mars weekend between Kankakee and Shady Hill. Ross Bales won at Modoc. Devin Gilpin was an Ironman winner at Lake Cumberland. Ashton Winger won at Sonoya in Southern All-Star action. Max Blair took the ULMS show at Wayne County. And Josh Rice was the winner at Florence. For more from the late model weekend, check out dirtondirt.com. There is one item on the streaming schedule today. It is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.